This is The Journey's Podcast, and I'm your host, Mark Stolo. Today, I'm talking with Scott Swanson. As a spiritual leader and teacher for more than 20 years, Scott brings together story, teaching from wisdom traditions, theory, and educational practice to create transformational learning and spiritual growth. How do we nurture an interior and exterior ecosystem in which burnout cannot take hold? You have a very unique perspective on burnout because I think the average person hears the word burnout and probably conjures up in their mind someone who looks beleaguered, probably very tired, worn down. But I think we have commonly a physical representation in our mind for what burnout means, like like almost like a drained battery. What I love what you've done in this journey is you you're expanding our view of what burnout means and you're looking at it through a what I would call a more integral lens. Help our listeners understand when you say burnout, what do you mean by that? Well, it certainly has that um, physical component to it and and can manifest um, in the kinds of ways you're talking about. I'm more interested or equally interested in the internal um, landscape, the internal um, ecosystem that um, produces that those external manifestations that you're talking about. So for me, burnout is in some sense, uh, uh, it's complicated because, because, you know, burnout, there's probably as many types of burnout as there are people who are burned out. So it, it, you know, each person has their own idiosyncratic way of, of, of it showing up. But I think there's this, this um, spiritual and this uh, psychological component to it which for a lot of people, which is more than just, it's more than just the result of bad strategy. I think there's something interesting in the word burnout that is suggestive, I think, of one aspect of burnout that you're talking about. So if we think of burnout as uh, flame, I'm, I'm of the mindset that each one of us carries this uh, kind of light inside of ourselves, right? This, this way in which we shine out into the world. And what you notice about people who we conventionally describe as burning out is, and you talk about this even in the title of your journey about coming out of the shadows, is that there's a kind of darkness, a shroud almost over that light, where, where they're unable to manifest that light in their world. <clears throat> and then it's the kind of the darkness takes over. Is that part of what you're getting to the heart of this idea that burnout is also a kind of dampening of that brilliance of you that's not manifest in your world, that you're not living through, that is not being articulated? And that's part of what is just the weight of all of that darkness and that heaviness and that ultimately that that burnout, that fizzle out. I think it certainly can be that. I, I um just to kind of play with that metaphor for a minute, I think um, if we're if we're thinking about a flame, um, there's several there's several things that work there for for that to work well. You need a good fuel source. Um, I think sometimes burnout is uh, has to do with the fuel source or 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 kind of a lack of oxygen. And I think sometimes it, it, you know maybe the flame is is fine, but yeah, there's this there's this dampening, this shroud over top of it that the the flame that is burning well underneath there is somehow prevented from uh, getting to where it needs to be. You're quite transparent about your own experience of burnout. 
I think I've had moments on my life of feeling burnt out, but I don't know if I've ever really ever described my experience as burnout. What was that experience like for you? Like what precipitated it? What did it change in you that's led you to um, be an effective guide in this space? I think part of the challenge inherent with the term is that that I don't think there's actually a, a, you know, a strict medical definition of burnout. So it's somewhat subjective. But yeah, I, I think it is, um, certainly my experience felt, it felt to me like that was uh, an appropriate use of the word. I mean, it had to do with a number of different things. Again, I think, you know, for a lot of people who experience this, it's it's rarely so simple as to say, well, you know, this happened and and therefore this was the result. So for me, it was a combination of what I would say doing work that was out of alignment with my purpose in a sense that, that you know, I, I, I have a sense of my purpose, my reason for being, all of that kind of stuff. But the vehicle that I was engaged in to try and live that out just wasn't wasn't working. Uh, so that was one piece. So that you know that results in a in a sort of a deep sense of of dissatisfaction, of um, frustration, of a sense of having something to offer and it not being received or welcomed, of not being able to really be who one is in the world, uh, showing up in the way that 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 one wants to show up. And then there's circumstantial stuff, you know, my, my, uh, this went on for years, you know, anybody can do anything for six months or a year or two years, but when the stretch is on and on and on, and there's no obvious end, you know, it just, it's, as I said, somewhere it's like the, the ocean wearing down the rocks on a beach. It's just, you know, it's relentless. And, uh, and then circumstantial things like my mother, uh, being sick, uh, and dying, uh, lives in another country, uh, trying to take care of her, having kids at home, you know, trying to be the perfect dad and the perfect son and the perfect partner, uh, the perfect husband and the perfect minister. And, and you know, so my own internal standards for myself. And so there's it's just, it's kind of, you know, any one of these things on its own for a limited period of time is manageable. But when you start bringing all of them together. That's been that's how I got there. And I think, as I say, I think for different people, you know, it, it shows up differently and it probably feels differently. Um, so that, you know, that that's a part of my, the lens I bring to this is, is through my own experience. You know, I, 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 I don't know what expert is. I, I don't know if I'm an expert, but I've, I've been, the, I guess, well, the world has enough experts already. We don't need any more of those. But, you know, I've been through it. And, and not only that, but my work and my vocation and my life is about teaching. It's about helping people. It's about making life better. It's about having a reasonably um, good and articulate access to my own interior life and being helped being able to help other people get in touch with theirs. You know, I think one of the things that makes life better, that makes life worth living for many of us, I think what the spiritual journey is about is the ability to transform our pain. And one of the ways that we transform our pain, whatever that is, is by making meaning of it. And one of the ways we make meaning of our pain is by, at least one of the ways I have done that and do that is by sharing it in such a way that it 
eases the burden of others who experience similar suffering. So that's what this is about. And you do it really well in this journey. Thanks. One of the invitations in this journey that uh, I think has a unique quality about it is you're really inviting people to look at it. Because instinctively, when you talk about pain, so burnout as a form of pain, the instinct is to run away from it. Again, it's an on-off type switch. This is burnout. This is not burnout. This is burning me out. I have to withdraw from all of this. So there's a kind of binary approach to, or sometimes there's a binary conversation around burnout. But you're really inviting people to say, it's an invitation for you to look more deeply. You have, part of you has to open up to the embrace of what is ex- you're experiencing right now in its unpleasant form, in its painful form. And you say it, it's, it's your, you describe it as, it as your soul's way of getting your attention. Mm-hmm. Why is looking at this experience the starting point for moving out of that shadows into that kind of brighter opening? You know, one of the things that, that our Western modern technological society um, is pretty good at is uh, solving problems, at least solving technical problems. And I talk at, at um, in one part in the journey about the difference between technical problems and adaptive problems. You know, we got all this science and we got all these things. And, and um, although we seem to have created as many new problems as what we've solved, but we at least have this impression that we're pretty good at solving problems. The problem comes when, I think, when um, there are some problems which can't be solved in a technical way. And in, and in some senses... I don't want to say ought not to be solved, but but ought not to be solved too quickly because it, because you know as you say if if suffering is the way our soul gets our attention, if we look as suffering not as something to um, take a pill for to make it go away to be happier, but as um, an invitation, a doorway into some piece of learning that that our soul, that our psyche, that our spirit wants to do. Then, you know, to foreclose on that by taking a pill or um, just, you know, make this go away, we're, we're, we're selling ourselves short. We're selling um, what it means to be human short. And, and ultimately, I think we're kicking the can down the road because you know, what you don't resolve today is not going to go away, right? It's, it's like if you've got, a, if you've got an, a, a, an open wound on your skin uh, and you just stick a Band-Aid on it and hopefully hope it'll heal, um, that, that's, just, that's, not, that's not how you heal that kind of a wound. And I think very often what, what gets people to the place of being burned out so there's the superficial presenting condition. There's what it there's what it seems there's what seems to be causing the burnout. But underneath that, there's something else. And there's the opportunity. There's the 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 piece of coal that if you don't put enough pressure on it, is not going to turn into a diamond. But when it does, it's a beautiful thing. And and when you move through that, and there is there is a, some kind of genuine, authentic healing that takes place. That has got traction for the long term, I think. That, that is less likely to be the kind of thing that's going to circle back around and bite us in the heel next year 
when we thought we dealt with it. Yeah, it's the kind of, it's just an irony in burnout, you know, it's, as you were talking, I was thinking, it's almost like you're on the cusp of greatness. You know, that's the thing with the, it's the thing with the flame and the burning. It's both incredibly painful, also a very deep form of purging, surrender. You know, it, it, it creates that opportunity to, for shedding, you know, that's the, the two sides of the Phoenix, so to speak, is the, the thing that gets consumed by the flames is also reborn. And there is that in burnout. I feel, I feel that in your journey as well. Like there was something in uh, transformative for you, something that re manifested out of that experience of kind of burning out. And I, and I like that you, you frame it as, a, as having a spiritual transformative change quality about it, particularly if you're willing to look at it and be present with it. Um, and doing that really authentically. For people who are listening, it's an interesting time now. We're talking, you know, we're, we're, we're still in the throes of COVID and with this peak and, and that's creating a kind of new kind of burnout. There's now like a kind of boredom burnout as well that we're talking about people feeling like their lives are on hold. That's creating a different kind of pressure. I also think about healthcare professionals right now who are, you know, there's a widespread talk about how many of them are being pushed to their limits, many of whom, you know, were on that tipping point. Um, what do you say to someone who's listening, who's thinking, yeah, I think I'm burning out. What do, what do I do about that? Where do I go next? What is, what is this journey into burnout have for me that's going to be so important for me at, at this stage of my life? You got like a fortune cookie magic in your uh, <laughs> no one good old Instagram adage to just yeah. <laughs> well, you know, so there's a few Instagram adages that come to mind that I I don't know any of them really get at what you're getting at, but I you know one of my teachers um, says that if we what you what pain you do not transform you will transmit, mm. and. Uh, and we live in a world that is rife with people who have not transformed their own suffering and are transmitting it to others because of that. And um, <clears throat> so you can put that in your Instagram. <laughs> what we do not, what, what, when, what suffering we do not transform, we transmit. Um, I don't, you know, I think life is hard enough. I don't think we need to go looking for pain. I don't think there's anything noble about suffering. Suffering is just what happens. And so it's what we do with it. So, you know, if you can avoid burnout, great, please do. Like, you know, <laughs> you can find other ways uh, to do whatever learning your, your soul needs to do in this world. If you find yourself heading down that road, go ahead and apply whatever um, strategic, technical, um, solutions you think might work. And don't be surprised and don't be discouraged and don't be disheartened if in spite of all that, there is still something left inside that wants attending to. If we go back to that, the, the, that metaphor of the flame, you know, we were talking about fuel source and oxygen and, and something dampening it. What I want to say is, the pilot light is reliable as long as there is uh, breath in our bodies. 
the pilot light is there. The question then is just, what do we need to do in order to either ensure we are well enough fueled or that we're able to move through whatever is dampening that flame so that we can uh, live the kind of, of full and a glorious and delightful life that I think um, each one of us is offered in this world. Keep on exploring. Scott invites you to go on a huddle journey into burnout, moving from the shadows to a brighter path.